We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone Hello Welcome to another episode of Unabashedly Obsessed I am James I am Aaron And uh, on our show we like to talk about things related to pop culture And not so pop culture And I was going to say that what we're talking about today is related more to not-so-pop culture. But the the research that I was doing as you were setting up the mics uh, actually puts it more in more in, in a stream with pop culture than, than I think we either of us imagined. Yeah. Um, so, uh, last Halloween on the podcast Still Buffering, they talked about their favorite scary movies. And they talked about this movie Detention which uh, was a horror movie that contained some element of time travel in it. And also Josh Hutcherson, who is known as being Peter Malark in the Hunger Games movies. Right, right. And I'm pretty sure that was all they said about it. Right. Um, so we, as, as we tend to do, we're like, let's get that movie. Right, time travel. <laughs> right. Um, so I had forgotten about the time travel aspect, because um, that wasn't mentioned at all in the synopsis in anything, anything. Yeah. except for still buffering yeah right, right um so still remains to be seen if it's going to happen right we are watching that movie yes um we're gonna do it sort of like we did waxwork 2 it turns out because <laughs> this well we'll get to it in a sec we have a little bit of housekeeping to do before we get into anything else we certainly do we have a new patron new patron it's michael or mike or mikey depending on your level of comfortability slash what he'd what he'd prefer to be called. Um, he suggested the Calipigian consultant. He did. He is the guy that suggested the Calipigian consultant. And he's one of your sweet mates from college? He, he was in my, my freshman year, uh, freshman dorm suite. Yeah. I know him from the It meetup. Yes. Um, and uh, so he is our newest patron. He will be receiving a postcard in the mail uh-huh and um and our thanks so thank you so much michael thank you michael um slash mike slash, slash mikey my, my, mikey is i'm gonna not, go is, with michael because i'm pretty sure that's how he introduced himself to me at the meetup oh yeah that's probably a good good way to go and also i never lived with him and so right mikey was never uh officially sanctioned <laughs> <laughs> so uh that is so thank you michael thank you michael <laughs> um <laughs> And we hope that you enjoy the the newsletter content. This 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 month was very very interesting. It, that wasn't it was that was a story you knew. Um, it turned when when I saw the preview of the title like a couple of weeks before it, it went up. Uh-huh. I was like, oh right, no, I did know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, I think that you and my wife had talked about that probably because she I've seen that before and i think she had a couple oh okay so a couple a couple of them yes man she got around apparently or so she would literally like people to believe. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's that's what that's what that was for if you would like to know what we're talking about join our patreon <laughs> you, you can join at any level and go look at the october newsletter and you'll find out yep. what we're talking about mm-hmm. um Ooh, a, a, tit, a titillating preview. Oh, by the way, welcome to Spooktober. Oh, yes, Spooktober. That's, that's right. That's why we're doing this movie, because it was a time travel horror movie. Yes. Question mark. So, yes. So, okay, let, shall we get into it? Yeah, so we, our original plan had been to waxwork to this. 
And then James got over here a little bit early and we were like, well, let's just watch the movie and then discuss it after. And then we started watching it and like two minutes in, I was like, are you sure we don't want to wax work to this? And and he was like, yeah, well, yeah, 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 let's just watch it. And we are now 15 minutes in, and I paused it, and I said, I'm real sorry. I know I already asked you this, but are you sure that we don't want to waxwork to this? And he's like, yeah, we should waxwork um, to this. We are. We have just – we've had, like, two scenes post-credits. Yeah. Um, the this, credits were very long. They were very long, but they were very um, uh, interestingly produced. Like, yeah. They worked the names of the people that they were – that they were giving the credit to into the scenes. Yeah. So like somebody held up a soda can and instead of saying Coca-Cola, it said, you know, John Smith. Right. Or like the, the one that I really liked was his locker said cinematographer and he turned it and it was the guy's first name and he turned it again. It was the guy's last name. Yeah. That was really cool. It was very cool. Very well done. And it turns out. Yes. Let's yes. Tell us what you have discovered about this director. So this, the writer and director of this uh, movie is named Joseph Kahn. And uh, he is uh, Korean-American, and he is, uh, it turns out, this was his second movie, it turns out he is primarily a music video director. Uh, he has he started directing music videos in uh, 1990. Um, uh, he, he directed uh, Willie Nelson. Uh, he directed uh, Public Enemy. Um, he directed Aaliyah. So then I got down into the... Uh, um, the late 90s. So he, he directed Korn. He directed the music video for the Backstreet Boys, Everybody Backstreet's Back. Some of you may know that as the one where they're in a haunted house dressed up as famous horror movie characters, such right. as a werewolf right. and Dracula and a, and a mummy. mummy. That's where sexy and, mummy comes from, right? Yeah, Nick was a very sexy mummy. Right. And Frankenstein? There would have been five of them. So So there was Mummy, Mummy, Werewolf. werewolf. I think Brian was the werewolf. Yes. I feel like Kevin was Frankenstein. I can see that. Somebody was... Howie or AJ would have been Dracula. Yeah. I don't know. You keep talking. I'm going to look this up. Okay. So um, he also directed um, the Brandy and Monica uh, music video for The Boy Is Mine, which is uh, a very... like. I didn't realize that that was not directed by like Mick G or or Hype Williams or something, but it, he directed that. He directed uh, Monica in her solo song "The First Night." He directed Rob Zombie's "Living Dead Girl." He directed Jennifer Love Hewitt in "How Do I Deal," um, Sugar Ray in "Someday," Backstreet Boys again in "Larger Than Life." All these things: um, Destiny's Child, Christina Aguilera, Leanne Rimes, Faith Hill, Wu Tang Clan, U uh, Two, Aerosmith. All the way down to last year. He's directed so many, so many, so many. Then last year, he directed all of the Taylor Swift videos for 1989. Well, I guess maybe not all of them. Blank Space, Bad Blood, Wildest Dreams, Out of the Woods. All directed by this director, Joseph Kahn. And this year, among among a couple other videos, he has directed Taylor Swift, Look What You Made Me Do. So yes. As almost as pop culture as you can possibly get. Yes. The Taylor Swift video for Look What You Made Me Do. Um, so this guy is, it's it's no wonder that what we saw was super stylized and super like, 
using the background and making references to what you're doing, but like like all this stuff. Yeah. Because he's used to directing like four minute music videos where you have to cram content in from the start. That's why right. when we started this, I thought this was, I thought we were watching a trailer for something else. Yeah, I looked at James and I was like, what even is this? And he was like, well, it's a trailer. I'm like, yeah. I don't think so because a second ago the screen said detention. Yeah. Um, real quick. Yeah. Uh, Nick was the mummy. Yeah. Brian was the wolf man. Yep. AJ was Phantom of the Opera. Okay, yes, I remember that. Howie was... I be- it appears to be some form of vampire. Right. And Kevin looks like Jekyll and Hyde. He's got like kind of a two-faced thing going on. He's uh, okay. in like Victorian attire and like half of his face looks like it's made of scales or has like scales on it. It may not be Jekyll and Hyde. It may be like Lizard Man, but it's only half of him. So was- also I don't know if Lizard Man is a well-known horror trope. <laughs> who was that? Lizard Man. Who, who, who is the... Oh, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin was like, guys, come on. You know Lizard Man? The half man, half lizard? And they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, Lizard Man. Guys, come on. Listen, put me in Put me in, in Lizard Man makeup. I'll tell you what it is. And then you'll all be like, oh, Lizard Man. And the whole video, they were like, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> so we watched this movie. Yeah, we sure Detention. did. Initial thoughts. It's really so I was expecting from the from reading the synopsis it yeah. sounds like Breakfast Club the slasher movie right starring Dane Cook as the principal right It's not appearing to be that at all It reminds me very much of not another teen movie I don't think I saw that It was I know which one you're talking yeah, about but it, I don't think I saw it so I can't speak exactly so to that, the, what what's reminding me of it is the like every single thing that's going on, foreground and background, is a joke and a reference. Yes. Um, not another team of not another team movie is not a good movie. Like no. Um, the soundtrack is amazing. It's like you know nineties, two thousands bands doing eighties uh, covers. It's a okay. great great soundtrack. Okay. 90s and 2000s, I guess. There's like a Smashing Pumpkins and System of the Down. Anyways, it's a great soundtrack. The movie we watched, my wife and I watched it recently, does not hold up. Um, but this feels like what I what I said to you was I feel like I'm in a world that is completely constructed, and I'm I'm not being like it's. I guess it's because it, there's there's very little exposition like you know, capital E exposition going on. Yeah. So James said that it's like starting, it's like turning on season three of a TV show. Yeah. Where like, it's assumed that you know who everybody is. Right. And their role in this school and so forth. I'm confused by, so, uh, what is it? Clapton. Clapton. Clapton is the first name of Josh Hutcherson's character. Yeah. And based on... I guess just because it's him and he's like the only non-Dane Cook recognizable name. Right. Oh, I, uh, Wallace from Wallace Veronica from Veronica Mars is in it. But I feel like in the credits, his name was like, you know, boy in varsity jacket. Right. Okay. So that two that seconds of him, him walking through yeah. the hall that we saw might have been it. Right. But 
so I just assumed that Josh Hutcherson was playing like the Emilio Estevez type character, like right. the popular jock. But he seems more like he's kind of like the like I a think... little bit of an oddball indie type guy. There's there's definitely um not I'm trying the same... to I'm trying to make this Breakfast Club. It's not Breakfast yeah, yeah, Club. Yeah, that's right. That's because it's they're they're putting people into similar categories but yeah. different guys cuz he's Marty McFly. Like he's almost like yeah. he's very if if Marty McFly was in the Breakfast Club. Now we haven't gotten to the Breakfast Club part of this yet. Right. Where presumably they all end up in detention. I mean, Just... that is the name of the movie. Right. So we have to assume that that for whatever reason. But like I mean, there's like the loser um I mean the the princess got killed in the first well one of the princesses got killed yeah the the movie opens up with this girl like regina georging it up she in her house and then all of a sudden there's a serial killer in her room who just like kills her yeah um it reminded me of if isla fisher played regina george as yeah. a teenager like yeah. it was it was the look of a young isla fisher with all of the everything else of regina george yeah and so this yeah. other girl, Iona, right, is like the... Ion- is it Iona or Ioni? Or maybe it's Ioni. Because I, if it's Ioni, then that might be a reference to Ioni Sky, who played the girl in Say Anything. Right, but Iona was Annie Potts's character in Pretty in Pink, which I just uh... watched. I think it's Ioni. I think it's Ioni. And I'm only saying Iona because I just watched Pretty in Pink. But if it's Iona, then it could be a Pretty in Pink reference. Right. Um, at any rate, iona E is uh-huh. <laughs> like the backup cheerleader. And right. when Taylor doesn't show up to school because she's dead. Is it Ioni? Ioni, yeah. Ioni. Okay, so when Taylor, young Isla Fisher looking girl, doesn't show up to school because she's dead, but nobody knows that, Ioni gets boosted up to head cheerleader. Right. So she's happy about that. And she's also dating Josh Hutcherson. Right. And I can't tell if he and Riley, the... Loser. Very, very pretty kind of... Like, not even if you get rid of the glasses and ponytails. She's just straight up super hot. Yeah. But, like... That's why they had to give her a boot. Yeah, they gave her, like... <laughs> yeah, it's it's a like a walking cast. Yeah. Um... And that that hasn't been explained yet, right? But although they they have been doing flashbacks, so I'm assuming yeah. we'll, we'll see what's up with the cast. I can't tell if Clapton and Riley are friends or not, because she appears to have a crush on him, and right. it seems to be just like common knowledge throughout the school, right. even though she has not overtly done anything that we've seen to imply. Other than one time turning around to look at him and Ioni giggling at each other in the background, right? It um, it it feels like a very um, John Hughesian sort of situation where like everyone know, and and actually this was sort of high. This is actually accurately high school, which of course is what I mean by John Hughesian, right? Um, everyone sort of knows each other. Everyone is like there are friends that are more friends than other people, but like. Everyone seems to be, except for that one large jock guy, um, fr- friendly. Like they all have the same classes. Yeah, exactly. They talk to each other in the yeah. halls, and for the most part, are not dicks. Right. Except for except for the mean girls. Right. 
who were in the bathroom talking about how I can't believe that Riley has a thing for Clapton. Doesn't she know he's mine? Right. Um. Yeah. yeah. It's it's at the same time like super stereotypical, and also I have no idea what's going to happen next. Yeah, it's it's a very strange movie so far. We are currently at cheerleading practice where Riley is has just been assigned the job of being the school mascot at the football game. By a football coach-looking guy. Who appears to also be the cheerleading coach. And the mascot coach. He didn't look at her, though. Yeah. He was like, hey, you. He wasn't looking at her. Or pointing at her or anything. He just yelled, hey, you, out into the field. And from behind him, she's like, who, me? (laughs) And he's like, yeah. Put on the bear costume. But, like... So she asks her dad for a ride to school because she misses the bus because, as everyone knows, the buses come early on Wednesdays. Right. Because <laughs> that's a thing. That's a thing. And he says, she says, can you take me? He says, yes. Oh, wait, no, I'm still drunk. So she's like Andy's character yeah. in, in Pretty in Pink. Except for was he drunk? Or was he just depressed? He said he was still drunk. Okay. No, but no, no I'm sorry. Oh, oh. In Pretty in Pink. In Pretty in Pink. No, he was depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're gonna... so it said it said basically like it flashed on the screen. It said uh, detention. The movie detention does not condone drunk driving or something like it was. Even if you're suicidal, yeah, it was really like it's so. This weird. is such a stylized movie. I'm really into it though. I'm surprised. I'm I am both not surprised and very surprised that this was not like a movie that anybody has heard of. Yeah. So we're gonna go watch some more of it. Yes. And we'll be back after the ding. Ding. So. Uh, I don't. What are we watching? I don't know. (laughs) I don't either. So when last we left our heroes, they were in cheerleading practice. And then Riley decided, or Riley went to debate club and fought with a Canadian about whether or not vegetarianism is good it felt like they were both arguing for vegetarianism but like well i guess he was canadian was arguing for only eating baby animals right and he right gourd 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 the canadian exchange student and so she lost the debate and so she then ate a hamburger ate a hamburger then she had a weird conversation with the Sanders Jamie... S. Sanderson. He's basically Jamie Kennedy's character in Scream, but but more of a more of a caricature than that. Yeah. Um. And then she tried to hang herself. So then, but then she immediately regretted it and tried to stop the noose from choking her. Yeah. And then Cinderella. Who is the person that killed Taylor. Who is a, I guess, copycat killer copying the hottest new movie out, Cinderella 2. Beauty Scream. Beauty Scream. Um, <sighs> so Cinderella shows up at, oh, and she's trying to hang herself like in front of the mascot statue. They're like, it's like the Grizzly Lake Grizzlies. Right. And there's like the giant like taxidermied bear in yeah. the lobby of the school and Which, so she tries to hang herself in front of that we've previously seen is super magnetic uh-huh 
That's right. Yeah, the kid in the science class was talking about that. So Cinderella shows up. She kicks him in the balls a few times. I'm assuming it's Dane Cook. We're we're assuming it's Dane Cook at this point because he has a weird scar on his face. Yeah, Dane Cook has a weird scar on the side of his face that is heretofore unexplained. But you know what? So is the walking boot, walking cast. Right. And that's not on her foot anymore. She got it off Um, in a random aside that didn't matter at all. But so Cinderella goes away. She runs out of the school to find Clapton. And the school jock guy, Billy, Billy, about to fight each other. And then the cops show up and they're like, hey, your head cheerleader was murdered. And she says, I was just attacked. And they're like, sure you were. Which is really funny. Right. Cut to later that night when she's in her room looking at her yearbook. Where the yearbook staff apparently wrote the senior Dedication had to have been the junior dedications. Yeah, because I'm assuming. Well, I guess theoretically they could have gotten the. This could be like almost the end of the school year. No, because it's football season, so it's got to be the beginning of the year. So this had to have been last year's yearbook. So they wrote the junior slash sophomore slash freshman class bios because that's a thing that yearbooks have. Right. God, their 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 yearbook budget must be just astronomical. Yeah. And so she's looking through her yearbook, and then Cinderella shows up in her room, pushes her out the window, chases her through the neighbor's yard, where she falls into the pool. After a dog almost bites her. Almost bites her face off, but doesn't. She falls in the pool, and then cut to she's talking to the same two cops who don't believe her and keep telling her that Cinderella is just a movie. It can't hurt you. Right. And then when the cops pull away... Clapton is sitting on the curb on the opposite side of the street. Definitely the end. It was. I think it was trying to reference the end of Sixteen Candles. Probably. This, you know what this movie is? It's doubling down on what Scream was doing and what Not Another Teen Movie was doing. Yeah. It's, it's making fun of movies that make fun of movies that are super referential. Right. It's double meta. Yeah. It's... It's it's meta about meta. It's being meta about meta movies. Cause it's still super confusing. Ioni is is basically on a downward spiral into just making '90s references over and over again. Yeah, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet, right? Because we have to talk about the tandem skateboarding. So, it, so people that have skateboarded, do you know people in California? I'm looking at you. Um, is 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 like can two people ride the same skateboard? Do they? And do they? So like so Clapton's sitting across the street and he's like, "Hey, I need to show you something." And so she stands on the front of his skateboard while he skateboards them around to another street? I don't think did he say I have to show you something or Maybe he it, just said, "Come on." Yeah. I don't know. He basically I feel like now did he drive her home? Was it did he skate her home? Cuz she was out on someone else's porch. I think that's it's what It's possible, happened. but wasn't she just... She was just, like, next door. Well, you know how Chad lives near you, uh-huh. but not yeah. entirely? Hi, Maybe, Chad. Hi, Chad. Maybe like that. Yeah, but didn't... Like, she fell out her bedroom window, climbed the fence into the neighbor's yard. But if she was going backwards, if she was going, like... 
Oh, that's across like so it would be like if I ended yeah. up in Ted's yard. Right. Exactly. Okay. Hi Ted. Hi Ted. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> um but still just like walk through the yard to get Right. But time with with Clapton, I suppose. But oh, she... at which point, it, like, during this conversation, it becomes very clear that, yes, she does have a thing for him. He knows she has a thing for him. Right. It's apparently just a thing that everybody knows. Right. So she tells him that she's getting her cast off tomorrow, and does he want to take her dancing? Right. And and he says, I, I have plans says, to go see a movie with Ione tomorrow. And, and she, she says... Make room for a third wheel. And then walks away. So, hey, um, don't... Here, here's here's a couple of rules. Don't date someone that doesn't want to date you. That's right. one. Two, don't date someone that invites themselves along on your date. Right. Three, don't invite yourself along <laughs> on someone's date. Right. That, it was, I was like, wait, I just, what? She, she just, and then cut to... Cinderella 2 Scream Beauty Scream Beauty Scream where Cinderella apparently has the prom queen trapped in like it looks like it's sort of like saw yeah sort of saw some kind situation. of like tractiony type chair device with like lots of saw blades and yeah and there is a high heel in her lower abdomen that she has to dig out yeah. using a flower which has a knife on the end of it. It's like it, a rose yeah. tied to a knife. And she has two minutes to do it before the saw cuts the top of her head off. Right. So she starts digging in her lower abdomen and says that she's been doing Pilates all semester and her ab muscles are too strong to dig through. Right. So, and just in case you're worried about gore, it's gory. But it's gory in the same way that, like, like Army of Darkness is gory. Yeah. Gory. Like... It's not. It's bloody and gross, but in sort of a that's so stupid way. Yes. Um, the movie. Yes. So then, Ione is taking selfies while they're watching the movie. Right. And Gord, the Canadian, apparently works at the movie theater and comes in and yells at Riley for taking pictures. I guess she he yells at their whole their party. And she counters. Yeah, they have a quick debate on. Whether he can kick them out for taking selfies in the movie theater, and she apparently loses, and then they go bowling. But she then she eats a hot dog after she. she oh loses. yeah, oh yeah. So after her whole vegetarian, yeah. you know, meat is murder conversation, she apparently she ate a burger and now she's eating a hot dog. She's every, apparently not a vegetarian anymore. Every Gord time she, was that convincing, right? Every time mark? she loses to Gord, she eats meat, right? And then they go bowling, and Sander is there. Right. Sander S. Sanderson, the Jamie Kennedy-esque character. Right. Tor, give me like 30 seconds to get caught up, and then I'll put you outside. And then they have a food fight. They, they have a random, like... There's a flashback to six months ago when Riley and Ione were friends. Right. And both super into the 90s. Right. And Riley says, I really like Clapton. And Ione says, you should ask him out. And then 27 days ago, Ione says she wants to ride, that he can ride her like that unicycle that he just rode down the school hall in. Right. And so they have a food fight. 
that the boy the, so the girls throw food at each other and the boys just turn it into a whole bowling alley wide food fight uh-huh um so they get kicked out of the bowling alley as well everybody else has plans for that night for instance sanders is going to watch hotel for dogs on cable uh-huh and clapton had something i don't remember what and Ioni was going to... Get prom tickets. Right. And um, then we're at the football game. And this is where the movie... Gets real weird. So when we started watching this movie, I thought that it's it seemed like a, the type of movie that we would write. Right. Make. Uh-huh. We don't get weird enough. We don't. Make, like, this is, this is all those things where we're like, no, that's so... That's dumb. This movie just does them. This movie is like not only that, but, but also this. Here's dumber. Yeah. So Riley so, is in the mascot bear costume, and Billy Nolan, the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Has the football. He's the first play of the game, and he can't pass it because it's covered in sticky white goop. Right. That so is. Bear with us. But yeah, bear with us here. And so the he goes, he gets his hands off the ball and knocks into Riley and knocks her down. And then his hands are stuck to her costume. And then somebody pulls him off of Riley and he vomits acid on that guy and burns away part of his football helmet. Yeah. And then there it's Billy and Riley in the locker room. And she's telling him basically to stop being an idiot. Yeah. And he's like, let me tell you about Billy Nolan. He says, I have fly blood. That's right. In my body. And that's when my brain just went home. Yep. And so I paused it and I said, do we want to stop here or do we want to find out about the fly blood? Oh, because one of the structures of this movie is they're telling everyone's backstory in sort of like vignettes. Yes. Kind of think Pulp Fiction-y. In fact, I'm sure the Pulp Fiction, actually, this is being Pulp Fiction. Okay. Because um, they have like a really pretentious title, like the, you know, the ballad of Billy Nolan or whatever. Right. And it's like this guy's story. So it's it's a very Tarantino sort of situation that we're going okay. through. Um, and, so, and that's the 90s and, and right. whatever. So, okay. Um, so Billy, as a boy, took his dog for a walk in the woods where a meteor had hit. Right. And he touched it, and it burned his hand, so his dad stuck a TV on his hand. Wait, wait, It burned his hand and blew up his dog. And blew up his dog. Him touching the meteor burned his hand and caused his dog to explode. Right. In a not super gross way. No, it was... Like, anybody who's worried about watching a dog explode, it was not... This is... This is if... Um, you can't do that on television. Was making a movie in the 2010s. Yes, like, it's gross, but in a like ten-year-old child sort of way. Yeah, um, like there's a dog standing there, and then all of a sudden there's just a lot of blood everywhere. Right. And he goes home, and his dad says, "The only thing I have in this world is my TV. Never take this off." Puts his ha- the TV on his hand, Army of Dark or uh, uh, Evil Dead chainsaw style. Right. There's a bunch of, there's like a montage of Billy 
in class with the TV on his hand being called TV hand, mockingly. And then fighting some people with the TV on his hand. Yep. And then there's teenage Billy having the TV removed from his hand by his father, and his hand is cured. But now he's full of rage, and he beats up nerds. He beats up nerds and has sex with hot girls, and when he does so, he gets wings? Wings, fly wings sprout from his back. And I think that's where we are. So now, then Billy says, at least that's, that's right. how I remembered it. Or that's how I, that's how it seemed to me. So it could be that this is a unreliable narrator thing. Do but you think? <laughs> in any other movie, the joke would be that that's so stupid. That Of course, that's not real. That's just how he remembers it. But in this one... In this one, we've had a science class where the science teacher says... You guys remember your assignment. Use what you've learned of quantum mechanics this year to make me a time machine so I can get out of here. Right. Which is a dumb joke, you know, ha ha ha. And then it cuts to the various people working on it. And they're, that's, they're doing that. Yeah. And they're, and then someone is examining a bear paw from a mas- the mascot. And it has like this like mechanical like laser thing in it. It's very wibbly wobbly. Timey-wimey. So, I think that Billy actually has fly blood in him. I think he actually might, yeah. I don't... Listen, you guys. Waxwork 2, Lost in Time, was a, was an insane movie that looks tame and linear yeah. compared to what I've watched so far of this movie. Right. So, the last little bit... Billy gets his hand stuck to the bear costume again and she has turned her back on him and he like reaches for like I guess her shoulder or something and basically lands his hand on her boob and his hand gets stuck there and he's trying to pull it off and she's trying to pull away and it basically looks like he's doing her from behind right right as Clapton walks into the locker room right and and he says like deadpan is this where I'm supposed to say how could you and she says, deadpan, is this where I'm supposed to say it's not what it looks like? Right. Again, being like double ironic. Like, yeah. Like ironic about being ironic. Yes. Yeah. And that's where we left off. Yeah. You want to go watch more? I guess. I don't, I don't know what's happening. Maybe we'll figure it out after the ding. I'm... I'm more confused than ever. What is this movie? So. Oh my god. They go to a party at Sanders' house. Right. And Billy is there and, and, and um, sorry, before that. Uh, before that, Riley's a porn star. I guess. Sort of? So Sanders, Sander told her that it was a costume party. Right. So she shows up in, she's dressed as Angela Chase from My So-Called Life, but she looks more like, uh, she's wearing like overalls and this bright orange, like sleeveless polo shirt. And she's got a plastic daisy clip to her overalls. It's, it's a weird look. I'm not up on, wasn't My So-Called Life only one season? I think there were. Yeah, maybe it was only one season. I thought that she dressed in more like 
muted colors yeah. and didn't have pink streaks in her hair. Right. I'm pretty sure the in the pilot episode she dyed her hair red. Yeah, agreed. All of it. Like all her whole hair, not streaks. Yeah. Of Could she be confusing her for another character in my so-called life? I mean, Is this she's... like a double meta joke where it's like it's she's dressed as another. Does she mean ca- Rayanne? Maybe I don't know. I never watched my so-called life. I watched and the one fact episode I... and realized it wasn't for me. Same. Yeah. I was. I watched one episode, but two like after college. Yeah. So I had way missed the boat on it being for me. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you were watching my so-called life and you're realizing it's not for you, uh, what what turned out I was looking for was freaks and geeks. Go. See, I tried that one too, and it wasn't for me. For, for but... me, that that filled the hole, and and, and yeah. I don't know for you what what will fill that that Pretty part of you. Pretty little liars. There you go. Yep. Okay, so so there so uh, Riley and Sander are the only ones in costume. He's dressed as Captain Picard. In, in that he's wearing a Starfleet shirt, like a Starfleet uniform shirt with no other. There's no like Starfleet logo. It's right. just and like no the red and black. Right. He's dressed as and and he doesn't have like a bald cap on or anything. Right. He's basically dressed as generic Star Trek extra who's gonna die. Right. Which keep that in mind for later because that might happen. She says, "I thought you were dressed as an ice skater." Right. Which they just keep making that joke. But so right. she sees. Ione and Clapton making out. Right. She starts drinking Grey Goose straight from the bottle. Right. She pounds like three quarters of that bottle. Yeah. Real quick. And then starts making out with Sander. Yeah. Who gets his star his, his LeVar Burton Starfleet, Starfleet pinky, ring. pinky ring caught on the clasp of her overalls. Right. Which she and says are vintage. Nineteen ninety four. Yes. Yes. And in trying to pull his hand away from her overalls, he manages to rip off her overalls, her shirt, and her bra, right. and just bare her breast for the world to see. And someone starts a video recording on their phone. Right. I thought they just took a picture, but evidently they started a video recording because later that recording is still going when a thing happens with Billy. Would you like to tell us the thing that happens with Billy? Sure. So then later they're out on... How do they get out to the patio? Do they just go out to the patio? I think they just go out to the patio. Um, And then suddenly Billy is there and he's wanting to... And Ione keeps telling Clapton, you have to fight him. Right. So they square off and they're going to fight. Um, Billy hits Clapton a couple times and then um, basically Ione lays into him for being you know horrible boyfriend and apparently his semen glows in the dark fly blood yeah so then his fly uh, the fly follicles on his hands start coming out yeah so he runs upstairs um pukes vomit vomits uh acid onto the stairs goes up to i guess sanders's room um and like his eyes start to glow and whatever and then we see an axe being like lowered down to the ground so there's cinderella they 
fight uh, altercate well billy beats the crap out of cinderella yeah basically uh, oh get gets a tv stuck on his hand again right and so, beats yeah. cinderella with that he, he he punches the crap out of cinderella and then also then later then his hand flies into a tv and it suddenly is on his former tv hand which he has built up like i think one of the points was that he got super muscular from having a TV on his hand all the time. Right. So he starts beating Cinderella up about that. Um, Gets it stuck in the ceiling? Yeah, in like the crevice of the door or something. Yeah. So then Cinderella cuts off his arm and then his head. So Billy's dead. Cut to Riley being called into the principal's office, still in her Angela Chase costume. Still drunk. Still drunk. It is presumably... Like, that night still. Yeah. Because it's like Friday night, so it's Friday, party. Right. Yeah, Friday night. And so the principal, her science teacher. And the the coach. And the coach are all in the principal's office and accuse her of being a porn star and say the same video where you flashed your boob has Billy Nolan being murdered in it. Right. So you're now a suspect. So we're going to have, and, you know, side note, here's where the plot of the movie and the title of the movie come from. Yep. Everyone who could possibly have killed Billy, um, I keep wanting to say Billy Loomis, but killed Billy. Um, is now in Saturday detention. From 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. On prom night. On prom night, which will make them miss prom. Which is, to, yeah, which, which is, is tomorrow. tomorrow. Right. So... They go, she well, for, goes she, into the cafeteria. I guess she's there early. Where two wrestlers are just wrestling They're on pract- the floor yeah. in the cafeteria. Where, and, where a wrestling mat is down. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. But it's like the cafeteria, not the gym, because they're like sitting at cafeteria tables. Right. So then they make, oh, there was a funny thing when she was in the principal's office when she's like, Did you all see it? And the science teacher was like, I didn't. She's like, Why? Yeah, why not? Um, so then she makes a pass at the science teacher. Who turns... Who, who, whose boyfriend is there to pick him up, and they start making out. Yeah. And the wrestlers, as if they're under a spell that has to cause them to be wrestling, they, they look tired. Just They just keep wrestling. Yeah, but they look like like exhausted like we don't want to be doing this anymore but unfortunately we can't break the wizard's curse yet exactly which i'm not entirely going to rule out as something that's happening right um we've missed a part or is that when we get the part about the bear when is i think the bear is before detention i think yeah i think the bear was after the cafeteria before detention so it cuts to the, the abduction of the time traveling bear. We're on planet Starclaw, and a bear is running across the desert. When a UFO comes, his antennae pop out, and then he lopes onto the UFO, which takes off. And then we're at detention. So then we're at detention. And it is Riley, still in her Angela Chase costume. She has the overalls on. I think she has a different shirt on, though. Oh, I thought it was still the bright orange. I'm not positive. I feel like it's a it's a, it's a no. We did. There was a scene where she was like clo- she was back at home, like closing the curtains, yeah. and Clapton was sitting on the street across, sitting on the curb across right. the street, watching her. Because they did a montage of people mourning or thinking about Bill. Because it was yes. her, Clapton, 
um, Sanders in his now spotlessly clean, free of blood room. Right. We, looking at a poster that we watched get, get covered in blood. Yeah. Um, and then Ioni, Ioni is holding a football that Billy had signed. Oh, it said Billy Nolan. It said Billy Nolan. I thought it said Billy Nation, and that it was like a big, huge. Remember in uh, Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three, how that the quarterback it was like, yeah, yeah, like the billboard and stuff. We believe yeah. in such and such. Yeah. Um, I thought it was that, but Billy Nolan. Makes I think it sense. said. I think it was like his signature. I yeah. think he had autographed the football, and so she's crying. And then it cuts to the bear, and that's when we get right. The story. That's when we get Planet Starclaw, and then we're in detention. So it's Riley. Clapton, Ioni, Sanders, Sanders, Toshiba, who is the, the guy mag- who's been car- the Asian guy who's been carrying around the bear claw, right, or the bear paw, right. His oh oh that he was in the montage too, along with the weird black goth girl. Yes, yeah. I don't um, remember what he was. He was oh, upside he was, down. He was like with hanging the, upside down off of the his wrench bed. on the on his nose, yeah. staring at a picture of her. Cut to her at a din- at dinner with, with her, her parents. Family. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so yeah, so it's Riley Clapton, Ioni, Toshiba, Sander, the goth. the goth girl Mimi is Mi- her name. Okay, yep. Mimi the goth girl. Toby the quiet. Toby the quiet. He's like this quiet black guy and they're like it's think got- um uh the guy from um uh save the last dance like quiet okay. quiet like like sort of just a, a it's been so long since i've seen that movie he's he, he, he's just like a totally yeah. normal dude sitting yeah. there in like khakis and a polo yeah. and he's like and they keep talking to him and he's like you guys don't even know me i'm yeah. just like a normal person so they think he's the killer yeah so so the principal comes in says you guys are all here because you're suspects in the murder you can come out when somebody confesses. Right. And then he leaves. Right. So they're all sitting around in desks in a circle. Right. Talking about, instead of accusing each other, they're like anti-accusing each other. Like, well, it can't be you because such and such and such. And they're like, right. well, it can't be him because such and such. Right. And so it kind of comes down to the only one left is Riley. What well, is Toby. Well, they, well, they, no, they accused they, Toby. And... They, they never. Well, they never accused Riley. Right. Ioni started talking about, like, she, oh no, Ioni she, no, and... Ioni, Ioni cleared cleared Riley because she said being a gimp is a oh, blessing. That's right. That's right. No, you're right. Um, so then they get down to Toby and they're like, "It must be you. Come on, man, take the fall. We all want to go to prom." Yeah, and he's like, "You guys, I don't know you guys." And yeah. they're like, "Yeah, so what?" Yeah. So then. She looks over and there's this guy furiously carving into the desk in a in a gray hoodie. They and cut he's a little a, older. Yeah. He looked he looked slightly older than them. They cut away and they cut back and he's gone. And I'm giving myself chills because I, w- I was like Yeah, you asked something about what is he carving in the desk and I was like, "Who are you talking about? I must have like looked at the dog or something in that moment because I did not see him carving anything." And then so and then cuz like they panned back and they showed the circle and he wasn't there. Right. And then Riley's like, who's the guy in the hoodie? And I was like, oh my God, I'm going crazy. And suddenly sitting next to her is a guy in a hoodie who looks very tired who says... Maybe it's more that he looks tired than he looks old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is graying a little at the temples. Yeah. but He says he's had detention every day for 19 years. And they said, what did you do? And he says, 
I don't remember. And that is where we stopped. So join us, won't you, as we lose our minds in the last segment, probably, maybe. We might do, we, we've got a half hour left of the movie, so we might break it into two. We'll see. I just... But I hope we find out what he did and also what the deal is with the bear. And so uh, something else that we should mention, Clapton uh, can't graduate unless he does one of two things. Get an A in any class. Mm-hmm. Or is it even in any class or is it just on any assignment? Yeah. Dan Cook said, get an A in any... Yeah, I think, I think it's not even final grade. Like, just get an A. Right. Any A. Right. Um, or... Or save the universe. Right. So my prediction... Not to so that's how it ends, but my prediction is he's going to save the universe. Via time travel? Via time travel. Because he's apparently a genius. I don't know if that was Ioni being like hyperbolic to shove it in Billy's face or what, but it feels like maybe... I I think he's got to be smarter than he lets on. His being Marty McFly really will help too if if he's the time traveler yeah he goes back and saves the bear maybe i guess we'll find out i guess so ding well all right so it's over <laughs> um i really like that movie uh, mm. I, it's no uh, american psycho to all american girl i agree <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. So, that guy in the hoodie had been in detention for 19 years. On back to 1992. This movie was made in 2011. Right. Someone who was in detention with him in 1982 was someone that looked exactly like Ioni. As it turns out... Ioni and her mom Sloane switched 18-year-old bodies. Time travel freaky friday. Right. So that the so the reason why Sloane or Ioni was suddenly acting not like Riley's friend and and pick, pulling, you know, getting Riley's uh, boyfriend or you know, boy interest or whatever. Right. was because that was her mom who was awful. Ioni was posing as Sloane in 1982. Where it's it's super easy to be cool because you already know everything that's going to be cool and you can sort of replay it, if you will. Right. Um, important to note, I think, that the reason they did this is because Ioni wanted to win the dance competition. Yes. Like, talent show, but just dancing. Right. And apparently having a hot body isn't enough to do it. You have to also know how to dance. Right. And her mom was like, well, you know, back in the day... I could dance, right. so we just have to switch places. But you have to switch places with my 18-year-old self. Right. And, yeah. Who time... happened to look identical. Just, yeah. Right. So, um, the principal, played by Dane Cook, was in love with Sloane. Back in 1992. Back in 1992. He asked her to prom, and she said no. We saw, So, we saw all that in 1992. Right. Um. So then we come back to present day. Uh, the principal's been killed. Gord by has Cinderella. Been, by Cinderella. Gord has been killed by Cinderella. Right. 
there was a weird multiple. It was like Cloud Atlas, but for awful horror movies, um, where it like they were watching a horror movie. Where in the horror movie they were watching a horror movie. Where in the horror movie they were watching a horror movie, and they right. all got more porn like. Right. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Ron Jeremy starred in the final iteration of them. Right. Um. So, but then one of the things that they realize is that Clapton and Sander had disappeared. Had disappeared. Also, it should be known that Toshiba had been turning the bear statue into a time travel, a time machine. For science projects. For, for his science class. Um, the Elliot Fink, the hoodie guy. Yes. Also said, like, the thing he was carving into the desk was some very elaborate equation wherein yeah. he figured out that the world was going to end in nine minutes in 1992. Right. Nine minutes from now, 19 years ago. Right. So they had to go back. And so, so Sander and, and Clapton are missing. They figure that Clapton is the killer. And which, because he was the main guy, I guess. I, I guess. Know. I don't know. That part didn't make sense. Um, um, so, Riley... so Riley says that she, it's her thing. She has to go back and stop the world from ending. Right. So she climbs into the bear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just like his tummy just opens up and she climbs right. in. Um, and it seems like a real snug fit. It does. Which is important for later. Right. Um, so she goes back to 1982 where Clapton was kidnapped by Sander. Right. Um, and has been spending six weeks in 1992 and he's on the honor roll and he's doing a really great job. Right. Which is, I guess a commentary on how our school systems have gotten more difficult. I'm just joking. I mean, it might be, who <laughs> I mean, knows? <laughs> kind of, but that, that, that's a joke. Um, so then, um, it turns out that Sander is going, is convincing the future principal verge who we've seen previously made a bomb to try and blow up the school, which right. just exploded on his face, which gave him this, the, the scar the that scar. we talked about. Yeah. He's going to convince him to do it correctly and actually blow up the school. Right. Which will, Oh, by the way, the world is just Grizzly Lake. Right. Because the guy's like, you know, by which I mean Grizzly Lake. And they're like, the world's bigger than Grizzly Lake. And he says, have you, any of you ever been out of it? And they're like, no. And he's like, so what's the difference? Right. So it's just going to blow up the school. But it may as well, but like they'll never have been born. Right. So they kidnap Sander and try and take him back to 1992. By fitting all three of them inside the bear that Riley barely fit into by herself. Barely. Barely. Um, (laughs) Unintentional, but I stand by it. But accurate nonetheless. Yep. So then Sander gets free and I guess like kicks open the bear and. It looked like he just walked through it yeah um and escapes and and the world ends but not before clapton and riley can go six minutes into the past right and they realize that the reason for all of this is that verge was rejected by sloan slash ioni slash ioni slyoni um slyone we'll figure it out in post ioni ioni in sloan's body is slyoni sloan in ioni's body is isloni i iceland isloni okay um i i like yours yeah um so they so she actually is a combination of the names not just the name of the country country. right yeah um so 
basically, so now keep in mind, Sloan in 1982 is Riley's best good friend. Like, yeah. So they call her over and she's like, what are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, good. So I liked it. Part of the reason I liked it was that Riley and Ione were still buds. Right. And it wasn't just like that thing where like your friend suddenly turns on you. Yeah. Um, it was that her mother was in her body now. And she's like, and was, a, so, and was the worst. Yeah. yeah she's like, I only, your mom's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So they, Oh, in another, so just to, to bring the bear thing kind of back, the, the alien bear thing kind of back around. Ione. So the night that Ione and Sloan had this, Hey, we should freaky Friday conversation. Yes. Sloan just kept getting drunker and drunker and drunker. It was like a montage of them doing different things throughout the day, like being dropped off at, like dropping Ione off at school and then getting their hair done and then going to a tanning salon and then getting bikini waxes. And her mom's got a drink in her hand the entire time. Right. And is just getting more and more wasted, like obviously wasted. Yeah. So at the end of that day, Ione is like looking out her window and says, and like looking up at the stars and says, I wish that my mom would get kidnapped by aliens instead of being such a useless drunk or something like that. And, and then her mom gets kidnapped by aliens. I don't I, – I, at the time, I was like, what happened to her mom? And you're like, she disappeared. She got kidnapped by aliens. That uh-huh. wish came true. I don't think that happened. I think the mom Sloan mm-hmm. was just Ione from 1992 – Older. So, 1982 Sloan and 2011 Ione switch places, and they look identical. So, Ione, and this is what we saw, Ione ages into, so you don't have to get rid of the mom if you get rid of the 18-year-old, if you swap the 18-year-olds. Because the 18-year-old grows up into the 37-year-old. Right, but we saw the mom, because remember, everything... Right, the mom did Everything, go away. The mom got lifted up out of her bed, and she and all of her booze went, like, got sucked out the window. I'm assuming by the same spaceship that kidnapped the bear. And they were like, well, we don't have room for two hostages. Let's leave the bear here. Right. Because remember, everything resets later, so it doesn't matter that right. before right. the bear time travel <clears throat> happened, right. mom got abducted by aliens. Right. Okay, so... um. They realize so they 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 make Ione Slyoni, yeah. Um, ask Verge to prom, right? And he says yes, and he unplugs the thing, right? So they've saved the day, but Sander is still there. I get no. I guess oh, they, yeah. they get ejected into 2011 prom. No, no. What happens is they they they're like okay, great. So then they're gonna go and they get into the time machine, and Sander comes around the corner and is like, ha ha. I have the bomb, That's and he right. presses the button, and it just he just oh blows yeah up. he just blows up like the dog did right. So they go back to um, we never got a resolution on Billy's fly blood. Nope. Okay. He just had fly blood. He just had fly blood. Um, maybe the same alien that kidnapped the bear also dropped a meteor. Yeah. Okay. That's um, fair. Um, yeah. So Sander blows up. Uh, Clapton and Riley are ejected into 2011 prom. Right. Where they are crowned king and queen. Yeah. And everyone everyone who has been killed is back alive. 
Except... Well, everyone... As far as we know, everyone who has been killed... Is back alive. Is back Verge alive. is now married to... Slyoni. Slyoni. Um, in sort of a uh, George McFly... Yeah, they were crowned prom king and yeah. queen at 1992's prom. Right. Oh, and it was also funny because um, Ione in Sloane's body right. said, my mom's body is kind of awesome, except I think I'm pregnant. Right. So she gave birth to which herself. Which she was. Right. Yeah, so she gave birth to herself. Right. Which confused Clapton quite a bit. With, and with good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything goes but, great? Yeah, but Verge has become like, he's still the principal, but he's like, cool. Yeah. No, like, he's not the principal. He's the lead singer of a band. Of, of that band, of the band that Taylor talked about playing yes. prom at the beginning and how that they, how they sucked. Yes. But it's they, unclear if he's also the principal. Right. Um, I think he is. I think he is. Um, so, and in the same way that George McFly was the same guy, but yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so they, they win prom king and queen. Randomly. Every, everything's great. Yep. And then we pan back to the back of the audience and we see Sander, mm-hmm. which makes total sense. He exploded in 1992, but his parents still had him, so he was yeah. there. Um, so he is there, like, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, man. Okay, so then we cut to the lockers where they're putting... I guess she's getting her backpack. She's getting her backpack, and they keep... Almost, oh, it drives me so nuts that they never kissed. Yeah. They keep getting so close and stuff keeps interrupting. Right. So they're about to kiss when suddenly Riley sees behind uh, Clapton. Uh, Clapton. She said, wait, not everything has changed. And it's an in memoriam for Taylor and Billy. Yes. Um, they're still dead. So they're still dead. Cinderella still killed them. Right. Remember Cinderella? Remember Cinderella? Remember the whole first half of the movie's plot? Right. So then Cinderella is there. Yes. And uh, he stabs her. Stabs her. He knocks. He knocks her down and breaks her. He knocks Clapton unconscious, knocks her into the lockers, knocks her down, steps on her formerly broken leg and re-breaks it. Right. And then he like takes off the mask. And it's Sander. And it's Sander, which makes sense. Everyone knows that. Right. Um, He has a knife, but he gets rid of the knife and grabs an axe. And he almost kills her, but she kept saying, keeps saying stuff. Yeah. And um, he keeps not killing her. And basically, it seems like the reason he decided to kill her is because she had a thing for Clapton and everybody was dumb. Right. Like, he just hates everybody. Right. It's very... Well, we don't need to get into it, but to, I wonder how soon after 2011 Gamergate was and, like, you owe me oh. this and... Oh, I don't know. There was, like, a, a series of, like, assaults? rapes or something where the idea it was i think it was in the news where the guy was like you owed me you know you you led me on i I was the i was the nicest guy and you just never gave me what i was owed yeah i wonder how how much in the news that was yet it's possible because like that's this this is yeah this is the extreme satire i was a nice guy and a good friend basically what the you know ducky and pretty and pink gone wrong right so matthew lillard in Scream, yeah, it turned. It turned. It's funny because I thought this guy was the Jamie Car- Jamie Kennedy character, and he was. He was just also the Matthew Lillard character, right? Um, not that Matthew Lillard had a thing for Sidney Prescott, but like, if he did, but like it was that. It was like if Ducky, yeah, yeah, your, yours is yeah. better. Um, yours is much better. In fact, 
that's exactly right. Your, yours is exactly right. Mine is wrong. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so he keeps trying to kill her. She keeps talking. And then the bear's magnets turn on. Right. And catch the axe he is holding and drag him across the hallway. With with her. With her. He he's has still his, got her backpack. Right. Or her, no, the back of her overalls. Because she's still wearing the stupid overalls. Right. So he's got the back of her overalls. He's got the axe in the other hand. He's dragged into the bear's arms and where she, the bear's paws, like... He, he has her backpack because she then rips free of her backpack. I thought she ripped her overalls, but you're right. Her overalls were still intact. Right, because so you yeah, know that if her overalls rip, her boobs fall out. So. Right. Right. <laughs> and that already happened, and somehow they miraculously repaired themselves just fine. <laughs> so did her shirt. Did, so was did it her that, bra. that... That scene was so weird in retrospect because so because like it was almost like an airplane or a cartoon where like the thing that happened didn't count. Cuz like I was like, "Oh, maybe it he pulled the he pulled the pinky ring off and like just unclasped the overalls." Right, but she still had a shirt on and presumably a bra. Right. I mean, this was like Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, Super Bowl, just right. all of a sudden her boob was right. out and her clothing was ripped off. And and it was her nipple and not some fancy nipple jewelry. Right. Um, but that didn't happen that here. Didn't ha- that didn't happen here. So um, he says, I got you. And she says, you got yourself. And she like rips free of the backpack, which... I, the bear had like his arms had wrapped around Sander. And I guess when she ripped free, it jerked. Like the, Cassander had been pulled towards her when he when she was pulling him. Right. When she ripped free, he like jerked back into the bear's teeth. Yeah. So yeah. the back of his head hit the bear's teeth, and he died. Right. And then they and then they had they then they basically did the end to Breakfast Club. Yep. Which I thought actually worked like. It was a kind of great update to that speech from the end of Breakfast Club. Yeah. Like, we're all, you know, we're all, everyone is a... Prince. A prince. A, a princess. A princess, a, a child, an adult. Like, they showed... Yeah, they showed... Slyoni and Isloni. Isloni. <laughs> um And, you know, a, a, a cool guy and a, and a loser. All You know, it was like... Yeah. It was a very cool update of that of that uh, bit from the end of Breakfast Club. We, we did get uh, Toshiba and Mimi holding hands. Yes. Which was very sweet. We got... It was uh, uh, Isloni grounding Slyoni. Yep. Um, yep. And, and, and Verge did, being like, are you going to let your daughter ground you? <laughs> yeah. That was really funny. Was it at prom? Oh, yeah. Because... Um, so, Slyoni, Mrs. Verge, is like... Don't you dare drink that. That punch has been spiked, young lady. Right. And then Isloni, the young girl, is like, don't you dare talk to me like that, young lady. And yes. It was, it was, it was great. Um, and then... And then we get a shot of Clapton and Riley sitting on the couch watching the news. And oh, it, right. it's like this dumb news channel all about alien abductions in Grizzly Lake that Riley's been watching off and on the entire movie. And she has made herself a... Tofu sandwich. Right. Um, like a, It was like tofu on wheat. Yeah, it was like a slab of tofu on wheat with some like lettuce and sprouts or something. And it cuts to the anchor woman saying something about, you know, videos of an alien abduction happening, warning some of this could be graphic. And she gets blown up by a laser. Yes. And then we see Gord 
<laughs> talking about how he posed he is a, a member of a vegetable an alien vegetable plant race he has posed as a canadian they took over canada first yes he and- has posed as an authentic canadian yeah to take over america yes and because you have been eating our brothers and sisters and she's like chowing down on this like tofu and lettuce sandwich yeah and then they say something like, it's not like it's the end of the world. And, then and that's the end of the movie. They, and then at the we end of the movie. We still never got the Clapton Riley kiss. Like, it was heavily implied that they were together at the end. Yeah. But we never got the kiss, and I'm real bitter about it. And it says, you have been watching Detention. Yes. Which is, is good. Yeah. And then it said, so the, the band um, at the end of, of, you know, corrected 2011. Uh, broke into a uh, Toby, the very quiet guy. Yes, Toby, the very quiet guy from Detention. Broke into a very cool rendition of Mbop by Hanson. Uh huh. So it said, "You have been watching Detention." Detention. The card went away, and it said in huge letters, "Mbop by Hanson," and then cast and in then order rolled breaks, credits. Yeah. It was yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, in the there was a montage of Elliot. Yes, going through, back through. In detention. Yeah, going backwards. Like, a montage of him in detention going back every couple of years. Yeah, 2008, 2003. Yeah. yeah. And and in every scene, like, there was music playing from that year, and one of them was Backstreet's Back. Yep. There was Into Club by 50 Cent. He he didn't do that video, but he did do a 50 Cent video. Okay. Um, There was a girl dressed like Britney Spears. Right. Um, uh, there, uh, there was a, a hole. Hole was in 1992, um, and he definitely did. He did a whole video like okay. in, in 98 or something. But like, I think every every um, group that was playing during that montage was someone that he had done a video for. Yeah, which is kind of cool. which was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was the time travel <sighs> horror movie that was not really. A horror movie, even a little bit. Oh, they used the term post-ironic at some point. Uh-huh. I think when basically Sander was doing his very best stew from Scream. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that's what I'm talking about, like, meta-meta. Yeah. And, like, I- irony of being ironic. Yeah. Like, I was talking about post-irony. I know yeah. they were using that in an ironic way. Right. But that is what they were doing, is, yeah. like sarcastically saying something sarcastic because of course you'd say something sarcastic here right yeah so yeah it was weird it was weird it wasn't a horror movie at all it was a slasher movie it was a bloody movie it was yeah it was a bloody slasher movie kind of yeah like it had it was a movie that had some time travel had some slasher movie elements yeah I don't know how I would categorize this. It was a, it was definitely a dark comedy. It was almost a parody, but it was like a parody of itself. Like, yeah. It was like it was like they wrote a draft of a movie and were like, "This is crazy," and then they wrote a draft of the movie making fun of that first draft, right? And that was the movie they made. Yeah, kind of like uh, Evil Dead Two. Yeah, kind of like Evil was Dead was making too. fun of Evil but Dead. But if there hadn't been an Evil Dead, right? Yeah, this. I liked it. I think I, I, I think... liked it. I there's a part of me that wants to go back and immediately rewatch it. Yeah. 
And there's a part of me that wants to never watch it again <laughs> and kind of forget that I did. It was a. It was so weird. It ended up ultimately making a lot more sense than Waxwork, Waxwork 2 Lost in Time. Agreed. But up until the last half hour of the movie... Well, you heard. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> it didn't appear to make any sense. It was a little safety not guaranteed. Agreed. In that... In the indie film with time travel element. In And also, yeah, in uh, the way I was seeing it was like these fantastical sci-fi slash fantasy things are just this is the world yeah the the guy was had fly blood yep also aubrey plaza could have played riley i agree i think she's i i think they needed someone younger than her to play riley but i could see a younger aubrey plaza it would have been a slightly different riley yeah a little more angry and bitter right i guess but yeah so, yeah. I'm going to go bring my dog inside real quick. Okay. Because that was him barking, and I think okay. Kevin went back upstairs, and then we can wrap up. Yep. All right. Uh, while Aaron is letting in Torque, um, I just wanted to talk about, uh, I was on, uh, this is Tuesday night as we record on, uh, our UFO recording night is Tuesday night. Um, Sunday uh, afternoon, I recorded a an episode of uh, the podcast, The Great Albums, which I've talked about on here before, uh, talking about Smashing Pumpkin's Siamese Dream. Uh, we talked for like two and a half hours, um, and I was very stoked to be on that show, um, and it was a very cool experience. They are going to post that episode on uh, on Monday. They post uh, reliably at midnight Monday morning, like Sunday going into Monday, that midnight. Um, so the, uh, October 9th, uh, check out the great albums uh, with me talking about Smashing Pumpkins' Siamese Dream. Um, it was a very, very fun time. Uh, yeah. And presumably you will link to it in the group? Uh, yeah. Or at I'll, least mention I'll, yeah, it I'll, in the I'll group. post about it. Um, and if you, well, we have one of the members of the podcast joined our, our Facebook group. So. That's right. So, uh, uh, Brian. Hi, Brian. Brian joined. Um, and Bill, the other host, Hi, has Bill. expressed an interest in coming on our show. So yeah. we'll have to set that up probably in the new year since... We're like scheduling fools recently. Yeah. <laughs> We're on top of stuff. Spooktober and then the next one and then December. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you too would like to join our Facebook group, where can they go, Aaron? They can go to Facebook. Oh, okay. Facebook.com. And they can go up to that. Uh, yeah. So Facebook.com slash Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed. Yes. Or just go to the search bar and type in Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed. Yes. Or some portion of that, and it'll autofill. Right. Um, and then send us a join request. Yeah. And we'll approve you. Yep. Um, and then you too can be part of the magic. Absolutely. We we have we have a lot of fun there. It is. It's a good group. Um, we have a Patreon. If you want to donate to that, you can go to patreon.com/slash unabashedly obsessed. You sure can. Uh, if you want to email us, we're at unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. The podcast is at UFO Podcast. Today, the F stands for. French fries in your bed when you wake up. I was going to go with Freaky Friday time travel, but okay. All right. French fries in your bed when you wake up also happened in the movie. Yes. Um, individually, I am at Unabashedly Aaron. I am at Unabashed James. Thank you to Jamie Shaheen for our theme song. Did you guys know there was a ladder down here? You can find his band, A Silent Few, on YouTube. And thank you to Emily Cardamus for our podcast logo art. Uh, you can find her on Twitter, at Corrupted Gem, um, and... 
you can get to all her artwork and stuff through that through that handle. Is that it? I think so. I think so too. Oh, we're on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Rate if you can. Figure out a way to rate and yeah. review us. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we haven't gotten a new review in a while. So yeah. if you haven't left a review, we would appreciate you it should. if you did. And you know, just analog. Go tell a friend about us. Yeah, we have a good time. Say, hey, you know that you know our favorite movie, Detention. They talked about it on the show. Uh huh. And then you got you and your your weird detention loving friend can can listen to us talk about your weird ass movie. <laughs> Such a weird no, movie. No judgment, but really, that's your favorite movie. <laughs> a little bit of a little judgment. bit of judgment. <laughs> um, you guys, this has been a freaky, really weird, yeah, uh, <laughs> episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. But I want you to remember one thing. I'm James. I'm Aaron. Smoking kills. And so does Cinderella. And the, making a bomb that'll blow you up. Right. And, and if you're a blades. dog, your owner touching a meteor. And aliens. And aliens. Axes. Hot dogs eventually. Bears. Yeah. Definitely bears. Also life. Uh-huh. Life does kill live, you. Live your life to your fullest because life kills you in the end. But mostly pennies. <laughs>